0: Welcome to the Armour Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello, and welcome to the Armour Men's Health Show. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, board certified urologist. And I'm always joined by my co-host, Donnelly. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is a men's health show. We really focus on uh, all the topics that affect men's health. Uh, Being a board-certified urologist, a lot of the stuff that we deal with is between the nipples and the knees. But if you're lucky, you can catch us up with a segment with a with a great local doctor uh, that talks about a number of other uh, topics. But we uh, are really in the business of seeing patients. Uh, We've had a urology group that started in 2007. That group is called NAU Urology Specialists, and it is the sponsor of this show. We have four physicians, soon to be five or six. Mm -hmm. We have um, five mid-level providers, that's uh, both nurse practitioners and PAs, uh, and hopefully growing to six or seven soon. Uh, We have four offices located all throughout Austin and Central Texas, and we're really excited about helping you take care of your urologic issues. Uh, Donna, how do people get a hold of us?
1: If you'd like a job as a provider, please call us at 512-238-0762 and our website is armormenshealth.com. You could submit your questions right there on the website, top right button that says, submit your question here. We'll answer them anonymously, and we will make fun of you behind your back.
0: <laughs> we will not. But uh, if you are interested in sending us a question, we love it. And uh, Donna, do you have a question for us?
1: I do. but. But first, I have a really interesting email from someone. I can't mention his name, of course, but he says, and this is not a joke. It's all in caps, by the way. So he was serious.
0: Yeah, he's shouting.
1: It says, Donna Lee is hot. Mm. Mm, I like that part. Dr. Mystery is a good looking man, but I am not gay. But both have great voices. This is still all in caps, by the way. Uh, he said, I listen to KLBJ. I enjoy your humor. Good comedy team. You are informative You're and you are more entertaining than any other show on KLBJ because you're funnier. That's awesome. <laughs> he said, KLBJ should be paying you. It is painful to investigate frequent urination issues. And do you accept Blue Cross? <laughs> yes, we do accept Blue Cross Blue Shield. <laughs> I love this email so much. I'm going to read it again in the next segment.
0: Yeah, Very good.
1: Are you want a real question now? Yeah, yeah, go. Oh, shoot. Um, This one is from a gentleman the other day. Sex, life, relationship, and self-esteem are suffering from the effects of erectile dysfunction. Hesitate to call the national ad known as the Erectile Function Corporation. Have uh, listed several times, he says, I'm in my mid-70s. I still have lots of sex drive, but suffer from getting it up and keeping it up for sessions with my wife. Not sure about the fees for a visit. Well, we can kind of talk about that. Can a man in relatively good shape and physical shape still have decent sex in his years? Um, I will wait for your
0: reply. It's such a great question. And it's uh, it was a real eye-opening uh, thing for me early in my career when uh, one of the first patients I met was a, a man in his 80s, a Methodist preacher, mm-hmm. came in because he was just surprised mm-hmm. that all of a sudden his erections weren't working. Oh. And uh, as as a physician who's been taking care of people who are not so sick and pretty sick, um, when it comes to erectile functioning, uh, that was, you know, as a urologist who trained at a very um, high-speed cancer-related and major illness and trauma-related place, uh, you know, a place where, you know, kind of it was an expectation that age-related erectile dysfunction was something that everybody knew about and everybody kind of accepted. Mm -hmm. And uh, I may have been one of those practitioners early in my career, but now I'm a you know a, a staunch supporter and protector of your erectile function as, as old as you can <laughs> and maybe because now that i'm almost 50 now now 70 doesn't look so old oh boy <laughs> right i know that scary.
1: you like know, he died so young at 95
0: <laughs> he, he went too soon <laughs>
1: Was 108,
0: <laughs> and so uh, yeah. As I get older, my patients seem to get younger and younger when they're suffering from these problems. Mm. So now the idea that this 70 uh, year old man is um, trying to maintain his erections is spectacular. And I and I and I say to him, and I say to all men, you know, really the hardest part is finding a willing partner. <laughs> if mm. you've got that bar down, then we can help you get an erection, whether it be through popsicle sticks or medication or whatever other tools that we have. But you know, getting to the uh, real crux of this. Uh, patient's uh, or this listener's question, it is perfectly normal to try to have a great sex life at any age. And by no means should you just hang up your spurs. Because Mm, especially on your own, spurs, Spurs, not spurs, as as if you were a cowboy. Ah. And so if it's taken away from you because of, of a significant health issue or your partner's significant health issue, then so be it. But if you have two capable and willing partners, then we should be able to make both on the female side, a more lubricious Mm-mm. vagina.
1: Are we using big words again?
0: Lubricious. Is that a real word? I don't know, lubricated. <laughs> uh, and a good sex drive and healthy orgasms and no pain. And similarly, in, in, on the man's side, we should be able to help you with arousal. If you have a sex drive, then really it's just the mechanics of increasing blood flow to the penis to give you an erection that you can maintain. And we have all sorts of tools. If you're young and you think most of it is performance anxiety related, then we have pelvic floor physical therapy and a sex therapist on staff. You will also visit with a nutritionist who's going to give you advice on supplements and nutritional and exercise ideas to help improve blood flow to the pelvis. If you are somebody who is a little bit older maybe in your late 30s early 40s and are experiencing the effects of some chronic medical conditions like diabetes or high blood pressure we're going to make sure that your blood pressure medications are ideal we're going to make sure that you are in a position that you are uh, not hurting yourself with um, not maintaining good control of your medical conditions that would include making sure that your blood sugar is well maintained and that uh, your weight is uh, at an ideal place If you're looking for medication therapies, prescribing medications is cheap and easy and anyone can do it, but prescribing them properly and making sure that you're taking them properly takes a little bit of finesse and some experience. We want to make sure that if you're taking Viagra or Cialis, that you're taking it properly. If you're buying stuff from the gas station, please stop. <laughs> Come to <laughs> us. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. And we can get you the real stuff. What's so, that stuff called? The <laughs> white Tiger. <laughs> yeah. And then there's
1: like the something eight and something nine.
0: You, you're spending a lot of time at the checkout at the uh, gas oh, yeah. station. One's
1: an upper and one's a downer. Oh, my it's Lord. like a marijuana thing, right?
0: There is nothing that's good, safe, or <laughs> controlled about any of the stuff you buy from the gas station. Oh, bummer! You might be better off just buying gas station sushi. Oh, oh, yeah. that sounds delicious. That sounds <laughs> uh, then, if the medicines aren't aren't working any longer, then um, then we have some interesting adjuncts. Uh, if you're able to get an erection but not keep it. Uh, then we have certain types of rings that we recommend. Mm. If you, uh, a lot of times, patients lose erections because they're not being stimulated properly. Mm-hmm. We have testing for that, like the Doppler ultrasound and the biothesiometry.
1: Or their wife gained a bunch of weight.
0: No, <laughs> you're skinny now. So now you're like, <laughs> so you're hey, like, you're like discriminatory. I against lost twenty two
1: pounds and I got my libido back. You did. You didn't tell me that all, that's all I had to do was get my lose my weight.
0: Yeah, self esteem is. That- <laughs> Self self esteem is a big a big driver of things. Oh, there's that. Okay. Oh yeah, there's that. It's not even that your husband wanted to have sex with you. He, he no. didn't care. Uh, he didn't care about the twenty pounds. How you like that? He did not care about yeah, the twenty so pounds. You cared about the twenty. Pounds. I
1: did, and now I can't stop giving him sex. So you're welcome, Michael. We used yeah. to say I'm sorry, Michael. Now we're saying you're welcome, Michael. Yeah. Anyway, get back to this guy. And then,
0: <laughs> and then we have uh, we have medications that you can put into the urethra, like intra urethral alprostadil. We have regenerative technology in our office like shockwave therapy, which uses ultrasound to create microtrauma and then regeneratively Improves your erectile functioning. Uh, what does that cost in our office? Like, like fourteen hundred bucks? A million dollars? It's like fourteen hundred bucks. It's like yeah, a third of the price or a tenth of the price that you're going to pay uh, on one of those places that advertises on television. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, the PRP shot, which uh, takes your stem cells and injects it into your corpora cavernosa to help you regenerate your own um uh erectile function again. If that doesn't work, we have injections that you self-inject right before uh intercourse to give you a great erection. It's a it's like a rock star erection. And then if that doesn't work for you under insurance, we can insert a three-piece inflatable penile prosthesis. Now, these things sound incredibly invasive. They sound like you wouldn't go to all that effort to maintain your erections, but You know, just because you may not feel that way doesn't mean that the next guy doesn't. And we are here to offer every tool that we can in our armamentarium. Dr. Christopher Yang in our office did a special fellowship in nothing but getting men erections.
1: Mm, lucky guy.
0: <laughs> that in <and> his <laughs> booty shorts. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to like that joke. He's not. Uh, so if you see Dr. Yang, don't tell him about that joke. That's right. Uh, but he has cute hair. He, he does look good in that booty shorts. <laughs> uh, but he will, you know, when it comes to Peyronie's disease, when it comes to low libido, when it comes to straight, simple erectile dysfunction, we have the resources uh, as long as you have the motivation, because we can't give you the motivation or a partner. That's what we can't give you.
1: Well, but, we can give you a partner, but I don't think it's legal.
0: <laughs> that is also not legal. Oh, okay. Only in Nevada. Well, at <laughs> our, our Nevada branch, we can provide Nevada branch. We can provide the partner as well. <laughs> uh, well, uh, so for, for this listener, we would love to see you and help you take care of. Your erectile dysfunction and give you as long lasting of a sexual life as you desire. Donna, Aww. how do people do that?
1: You can reach out to us during the week at 512 238 0762. Our website again is armormenshealth.com where you can find all of the information you need. And remember the email that says, Donna Lee is hot. And Dr. Mystery is good looking.
0: Hello, and welcome back to the Armour Men's Health Show. This is again Dr. Mystery, board-certified urologist, joined again by my wonderful co-host, Donna Lee.
1: Well, who else are you going to be joined by?
0: I don't know. One <laughs> Somebody
1: day, walking in the door.
0: W- w- one day I'm going to try to figure out how to do the show without
1: you. No. <laughs>
0: no. You, you do the show sometimes
1: without my me. My feelings would be so hurt <laughs> if you did the show without me.
0: Get ready for next week when we do <laughs> <laughs> Revenge <get> Donna
1: show. <laughs> the Revenge show. <laughs> featuring dr mystery
0: donna uh how do people get a hold of our practice and become our patient
1: that's right you can call us during the week at 512 238 to become my best friend and not his and our website is armormenshealth.com where you can submit your amazing questions that we will answer anonymously we might not answer them that day but we're going to get around to it uh would you like another question dr mystery
0: Absolutely. Let's do it.
1: All right. So we talked a little bit about erectile dysfunction in about 1,000 episodes. So here's another question. Dr. Mystery: do SSRI antidepressants such as Lexapro cause the penis to shrink and does it cause erectile dysfunction?
0: That's a great question. Mm -hmm. So um, the interaction between depression, depression medications, erectile dysfunction, libido, orgasmic function, it's not an easy one. It's not straightforward, and it can be quite complex. And the reason is, is that when you take a mental health disorder, like depression or anxiety, for which these medicines, these selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, SSRIs. This is going to be a lot of the most uh, classic medications that uh, people have been taking for a long time. Uh, Zoloft, Paxil, Lexapro are going to be examples of these. These diseases, just the depression and anxiety can lead to erectile dysfunction and low libido. You can imagine that. If you're not feeling Mm -hmm. great about yourself, you're not going to want to have sex. If you don't want to have sex then getting an erection can be tougher. And this goes true for both men and women. So it used to be the case that we didn't, that we used to say kind of black and white, that these medications do not cause low libido or these medications do not cause erectile dysfunction, but these medications may impact your ability to orgasm. But goodness knows after this many years, things aren't that cut and dry. So if you have depression, and especially if you suffer from anxiety, erectile dysfunction is very common in my experience. Uh, I think in the literature, we don't see a lot of stimulants leading to a lot of erectile dysfunction, but I'll say in practice, I think stimulants like vivance and uh, Adderall that, mm-hmm. that ramp up your your system to make it more jittery and more uh, anxious, mm-hmm. I think that that does lead to erectile dysfunction in, 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 a, in a good number of people. And um, if you look at the physiology, just kind of neurologically how it is, getting an erection is dominated by a part of our nervous system that's meant for let's just say relaxation and normal function. It's called the parasympathetic nervous system. So this system is in charge of maintaining good low blood flow, I mean, uh, blood pressure, an appropriate heart rate, and good functioning of our intestines. The sympathetic nervous system is the flight, the flight response that we have. And when that amps up, that's adrenaline going through our system, and um, that leads to increased heart rate, slowing of the gut in terms of how intestinal absorption occurs, and it caused your erections to go down or not to have erections. So my analogy I use in the office is that, you know, James Bond, you know, he only has sex at the end after mm. after all the excitement's over. You that's know? true. He's not walking around with an erection like while he's being chased or in a shootout because that's the part of your system that's um, that that's that's meant for your your safety and your immediate survival. So if you have anxiety, if you're I do know, I would
1: like to see James Bond have sex while he's driving away from somebody really fast.
0: It's a different movie altogether. Oh. <laughs> It, it, that movie exists. Fast and it's it's, it's it's sex furious. That it's it's a fetish movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the porn version of the James Bond movies. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> but not the regular movie.
1: James Bondage. <laughs>
0: James Bondage. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You got it, lady. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so now you have um, uh, what kind of impact these medications can have on uh, specifically this this listener's asking about penile size. And so, there's so many things that can go into it. I, I would say the short answer is the medication itself shouldn't lead to a decrease in your penile size. But if you're not getting regular erections because the medicine's having an impact on your libido and your mm-hmm. and your normal natural erections, and if you have depression then you actually will lose sometimes your nighttime just spontaneous erections. So if you're not using it, you're going to lose it. And so uh, by not getting regular erections, you may notice that that the penis is getting shorter. The medicines can cause weight gain. And for every 20 pounds you gain, you're going to lose an inch on your penis. Oh, yeah. If you're gaining weight from depression, if you're gaining weight from the SSRIs, you may lose some length of your penis. And then just kind of your overall focus on your penis and genitals might change either through the depression and anxiety or because of the medications. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, even if everything is just fine, it can make things not as great. Uh, Donna, you're you're the poster child of how uh, self-esteem can improve <laughs> your sexual performance, right?
1: I am. I yeah. didn't know that that would happen. So I'm very excited about that. But I look really cute, 22 pounds lighter.
0: Which is interesting because in the strip club, self esteem actually helps. Low self esteem helps sex life for some people. So, do
1: I need to go to a strip club? No. Oh, you mean those girls in general?
0: That's correct. Maybe your your second your second act in your life. <laughs> <laughs> do they make one for old girls? They
1: do. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> right. Branson, Missouri presents Donnelly. Right. Welcome
1: to the stage two at Lickety Old Splits. <laughs> That's
0: gross. <laughs> so, so if you're taking antidepressants and you are experiencing uh, either worsening erectile dysfunction or lower libido, then we might want to try to find alternatives. This is where we really kind of uh, hone in on therapy-related kind of treatments for depression, mm-hmm. EMDR, just other kinds of ways of approaching depression to get you off the meds. And then the final thing I'm going to say about meds is the interaction between orgasmic function and... Erections and sex drive. So, and I'll, I'll give this analogy on the female side. Mm-hmm. So, if I told you that I meet a lot of women who can't orgasm, and then they get completely discouraged by having sex and they don't have sex, mm-hmm. that, that's a story that kind of makes sense, right?
1: Because you're trying to have sex with them.
0: No, I'm just saying, saying in, they general. Can't orgasm? In, in general. In <laughs> general, that's right. It's my fault. <laughs> I'm every woman's problem. Right. <laughs> but, 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 but in general, if, if you know, right. I think that if, that if you were presented a woman who who can't orgasm, mm-hmm. then she's like, "Well, what's the whole point of this whole exercise?" Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, I am not getting anything from this that this, was this, me. this transaction. Yeah. So, but a man's the same way. If a man's just ha- getting an erection and not able to orgasm. Mm-hmm. Then oftentimes his interest in sex and his interest in it uh, will will reduce and then his ability to get an erection will get reduced. Mm-hmm. So that's an example of how Sometimes the use of SSRIs or, or medicines for, for depression can lead to orgasmic dysfunction, thus leading to erectile dysfunction. And if you don't get spontaneous erections, then you're going to potentially notice some decrease in your um, penis size. So in our practice, we really start from the beginning. So we want to make sure your testosterone is normal mm-hmm. because the low testosterone can contribute to anxiety and depression. And about so in some studies, maybe up to 20% of patients can get off their depression medicines if properly treated with therapy and testosterone.
1: What was the percentage? About 20? 20. Well, that's not bad.
0: In women who have orgasmic dysfunction on SSRIs, if we give them Viagra, it works. Mm-hmm. So Viagra, although a medicine that's FDA approved for in uh, erectile dysfunction in men, we use it off-label in women, mm-hmm. a small dose, 20 to 25 milligrams, about an hour prior to intercourse, and that does help resume uh, a lot of the sexual dysfunction in women who are in the medicine, Mm -hmm. and similarly in men. But I don't find that it works the same way in men unless their testosterone levels have been normalized. So when you see us, we will make sure you're on the right supplements, make sure that your weight has been uh, addressed appropriately, make sure that you're taking the medicines like Viagra or Cialis appropriately, reducing the dose of your SSRI to the the, the, the lowest dose that has the maximum effect. There are other medicines that you can add to traditional SSRIs so you can deal with a smaller dose. They're like combination meds. Mm-hmm. And then we will work with your psychiatrist and psychologist to maybe transition you to a medicine like Welbutrin, for example, that, that may not cause uh, as many sexual side effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unless you have a urologist or, a, or an erectile partner, Oh, erectile dysfunction erectile partner. partner, erectile function partner.
1: I like erectile partner. <laughs> no, it's different. Dirty. It's different. <laughs> I'm your penis partner. We are not offering welcome, that service welcome to again, the- <laughs> unless
0: we're in Las Vegas. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but you need somebody that's going to reach out to your current treating doctors and get you the best treatment possible. And that requires a conversation. Uh, and that's why we have so many providers on staff to be able to take that time and uh, you, your, your primary care doctor and your psychiatrist and psychologist are going to want to work with a doctor that's trying to maximize your quality of life. Mm-hmm. So Donna, how do people get a hold of us and become our patient? Uh,
1: real quick, though, I, re- I was thinking about the patient, a new patient of ours who was searching for us, and he was a relatively famous human individual in the world, and I asked him, how did you find us? Because he was looking for a holistic option for whatever he had that was urologically related, right? And his comment to me was, well, I called my friend who's in a different country, and he's a doctor, and he researched all that he could on holistic urology, not even knowing if it was a thing, and he found your clinic. So I was so proud of that.
0: That's proud. Good job, Donna.
1: (laughs) Good job, me. You can call us at 512-238-0762. I'll tell you all about holistic urology. Visit our website, armormenshealth.com, where you can submit your questions and we'll answer them anonymously. And thank you so
0: much, Dr. Mystery. The Armour Men's Health Show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com.